Hello and welcome to FTP for Triathlon People Challenge Daytona Edition. I'm Morgan. I'm Cameron. And Ahsoka is wagging her tail. You may hear her because she's not sleeping this episode. She normally is. Or normally, as in last episode, she was. But yeah, it was a good race to watch. It filled up basically our entire day. So I want to go back to what you said last episode. What about I say? like you don't actually have to pay to watch because we were able to watch it on our Peacock. Peacock, which is like a it's like a free Xfinity streaming thing. extension from Xfinity. And a lot of people must have also been like, "Oh, I need to pay to watch this because in the comments of the Peacock post that challenged Daytona or was it Challenge Daytona or Challenge? Like at uh, Challenge Daytona or at Challenge? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, whatever it was, a challenge something put out, like, watch it, stream it live on Peacock, and everyone in the comments was like, sick, would have, like, loved to have seen this, or, like, wish you had marketed that. Well, I tried to tell you guys the last week, they had all their advertising for watching it was donate to watch. Right. But one of the donate selections was zero dollars. Oh, really? So you had to just put in your email and donate zero dollars, and you could do it. Like, it was, like, the fine print that you could just watch it for free. Like, so, like... Donation not required for viewing. Or yeah, something. but also PTO was live streaming on, I think, their Facebook page. So I have, no, I don't know. Anyway, don't... you didn't need to we, pay. Yeah. I hope you didn't pay. I hope you listened to our last episode and knew that you didn't have to pay. I was planning on watching it on like just the the challenge broadcast or whatever, like yeah. the PTOs, whatever thing that I signed up for. But then when they announced that it was on Peacock, that's how we watched it all day. Right. So, yeah, it was a really exciting race. Late start. 10 a.m. Eastern for the women, and then what time for the men? 2 p.m. Eastern for the men. Which I think is really hard on the men for a number of reasons. First, because they were watching the women race. Yeah. And, like, there was so much excitement that I feel like you're fatiguing at that point. Second, food. Yeah, that's the tough part. Like, what time do you think they woke up? But, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I would say typically long course triathlons are really early in the morning. Yeah. And short course racing is typically around this time. Well, not this round time frame, but like the men's race is typically around this time frame. Obviously, they're shorter typically. So they're typically like one to two hours. So you can combine them closer together. But they're typically like late afternoon and they finish right before like sunset time. Like, so, Yeah. I, I think that it would have been cool at the, how they did it last year, the under-the-lights race. Yeah. But they had the men and the women going at the same time, so obviously the swim was still during, like, daylight, like, right as the sun was setting. That's swimming in the dark last year? Yeah, because mm-hmm. swimming in the dark would be freaky. That was going to be my question, is, like, did they swim in the dark? No, they, they started, like, right as the sun was setting, and then they... So do we know why they didn't do that this year? I have no idea. I wonder if... I, I think it's probably because they wanted separate women and men's races. Because oh, yeah. the fields were so big this year. So, um, what do you... Do you have anything to note before the start? Like, before the gun went off? I, um, I think... I was perplexed why anybody chose to not ride a disc wheel. Yeah. That, like, I feel like if you did not choose to ride a disc wheel, you were already just, like, cutting you yourself out. almost made yourself lose. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't believe that. Um, what else? Obviously, a tri-bike was necessary. I thought it was really interesting to see how many people, or, like, all the different shoes people were wearing. I mean, obviously, because I'm now <laughs> becoming, like, a shoe freak. Um, what else? Anything else 
Like of note, I thought the the broadcast overall was really good. Me too. I was so pleased and proud of what they put together. Yeah. I think they took basically what we've been saying for the last year. Don't well, at least follow l- the leaders publicly on this podcast the last year, but uh, what we've been saying for years at this point, like Iron Man's broadcasting is just like let's just follow the one leader and all day and mispronounce like, their name and then yeah. just talk about the same things over and over again. Yeah, and say people who actually look really strong look really weak. But oh, my gosh. There was a little bit of that still going on. Just once. It was with Tim O'Donnell. They were like, he's looking really strong. And at the same time, we the announcer and I said, Tim O'Donnell, and I was going to say, looks tired. And they said, looks really strong. And I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't... I, don't, uh, I mean, I think they just need to stop saying form that. Too. Yeah, I think they just need to stop saying if they look strong or not. I think... Right. I think other... If they're basically barely jogging or like walking into t2 that's the only time that you can say they look bad otherwise yeah. just you should just be like talk about something else yeah. anything else like i think it might just be filler for the announcer sometimes to be like oh yeah sam appleton looks really strong it's you a know? very triathlete thing to say if somebody yeah. else is looking strong or not and it's like because okay. everyone's like what does that mean anyway yeah. but anyways um i would i think i mean obviously i still want it to be like red bull tv Basically, Cam wants a 800-meter track that they go no, around 200 but this was times. the perfect course to showcase it what was. they could do to do, like, Red Bull. But I, I will say, I think job. they did a good job, and I think they, at some points, almost didn't follow the leaders as much. Yes. Well, when... But we'll they were following. It, they were following but... the racer. They were following the race, which I appreciated. So, mm-hmm. like wherever the excitement is in the pack behind the leaders, that's where they were following, which I think made... The, made the most sense from right. like a viewing standpoint um but yeah it was good um Should so we, can we announce our winners and then go through the race because i think we're bearing the lead a little bit yeah this so, is a special daytona edition episode yeah so our winners were you heard it here first folks yeah no no you didn't Paula Finley, number one on the women's side. Yes. Which we didn't call. We had her on our podium. But at the end of my segment, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, if it's not this order, I want Paula to win. I would love to see that. And then I misused the word double header because that's not what that means. What is it? Like a two-peat? What would it be? Uh, Like a repeat? Yeah, but is that all you say? Defending her title? Yeah. Paula defending her title. It would just be a repeat. I know, but I said um, double header, which Uh, is absolutely not correct. Um, But, so Paula was our winner, and then... On the men's side, it was Gustav Eden. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I forget whether... um... Oh, the the podium? Yeah. So, okay, well, I already gave you the men's. So on the women's side, it was Paula, then Annie Hogg, Laura Phillip got third, Holly Lawrence got fourth, and Amelia Watkinson got fifth. Go then, Holly, go Annie. Holly was disappointed uh, with her fourth place, similar Which to over on the men's side. So on the men's side, it was Gustav Eden, former 70.3 world champion last year. Men's side, or uh, second place was Matt Hansen. Third was George Goodwin. Which was like, uh, wa- like that complete was a wild out of nowhere. Was he a wild card entry? I, I mean, I've never even heard his name. Me either. We literally, he came up and I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. Um, so fourth was Lionel Sanders and fifth was Rudy Von Berg. And I'm just going to go down to sixth because in sixth place was Sam Appleton. So. Which, let's just say, before we get into the race again, Sam did a great job. Sam had the race of his life. Yes. So um, with that being said, um, on the women's race... Cam's extending his podium. No, 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 no. Like, on the women's race, like, it, I mean, obviously, uh, both swims were wetsuit, which mm-hmm. was fine. 
I don't know if I have anything really to say about the race craft. I think was different on the swim from the men and the women. Because the women, yeah. like, immediately got into almost, like, a hierarchy, super straight line. Everyone was drafting off of someone else. Lucy, yeah, Lucy all was leading the entire way, and she was mm-hmm. trying to break away because she knew that her... I mean, she was so she's a short-course athlete, and I think she knew that her swim and her run were what was going to win it. But, right. but then she ended up holding on, like, on the bike for forever. Which ended up making her run, struggle in the run, run which yeah. is tough. Yeah. Um, but that was really interesting... To me, too, because it was a kind of a double loop swim, which I hate. Um, but it was interesting here because the, yeah, I almost... Call it, don't they call it, like, the Australian exit? Like, the Aussie exit? Maybe. And then they, like, go in and you have to dive back in. On yeah. the women's side, it was, like, it was just, like, normal. And on the no, men's but... side, I'm just saying on the men's side, it was carnage. The people they were, were diving so close together. from, the like, literally the top well, of the dock. That's what I'm insane. trying to say is that, like, the, the structure of the swim was wildly different. On the women's side, it was single file, straight line the whole way. And yeah. everyone who came out of the water first dove into the water next, right? Yeah. Um, but on the men's side, from the gun, it was just like a mob the whole time. They split into yeah. kind of two to three distinct, like, packs. Yeah. Who I don't really know why they did that i feel like there's a very clear line that you should be following but they split up and then as they came around from the first loop it was like camp said carnage because there were two and three men exiting the water at the same time and thus entering Entering. the water again um but another thing on the women's side that i thought was interesting but a good decision is that it seemed like lucy really like turned the screws in as she got out of the water she like did not let Lucy. up and Lucy Hall. Oh yeah, and like ran really hard because she opened her gap up. Yeah, in on the entry that I didn't notice anyone else did for uh, the most part. Yeah, yeah, it was but good. Anyway, um, and then I mean I don't. The only thing that I will say about transition was like all day long. It seemed like people did not know where their bikes were in transition. I'm wondering if. Like they rearrange it or something? No, I, I was no thinking idea. maybe someone else took their bikes in and, and racked them, but that doesn't make sense with COVID. I mean, I'm trying to could. think like with the know. COVID mindset. Maybe they only did one person at a time. And... I, I, I don't know logistics, but it seemed like everybody was like sort of cautious about where their bikes were, which is like very unusual. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, granted, I've done that before and I've like, oh, I passed it by one rack, so like six feet or whatever. I've gotten so freaking lost. I literally have grabbed my helmet on or grabbed my head and been like, where is it? And had to but, have someone. Yeah, but typically like pro like especially like watching yeah but especially watching like short course athletes and like itu yeah they all like run down and they know exactly where their bike is because mm-hmm. like that's essential to know where your bike is and it's the same place whatever and that time matters yeah but it's just it was interesting to see that it seemed like even the men and the women's both seemed like they did not know where their bikes were but yeah it was weird huh? um the bike um Again, Lucy Hall let out for like almost like halfway or like she led for a very long time until Paula eventually caught her. Go Paula. And I will say, I I don't know, I guess this is the thing that we're avoiding saying, even though we just said said like looks good. Like initially it looked like her saddle was way too low. Yeah, I think that's a fair mention. Her, her, Paula's bike fit looked different from what we're used to. We're used to like a very aerodynamic, very, um, I, don't know. I mean, just like textbook bike fit from Paula. So I'm, I was a little surprised to see this. She looked like her butt, like Camp said, was a little low. Yeah, she looked like her knees were like, like she just looked like her saddle was too low. Yeah. Like she was riding like a bike that was too small. I don't know. But, and then like that, compare that to the other superstar on the bike was Lisa Norton, mm-hmm. um, London 2012 Olympic silver medalist. Um, she Her bike fit, so she is like a four-time Swedish national time trial champion. 
her bike fit was, I mean, too uh, amazing. Good. <laughs> yeah, she looked like I wish I looked like her. On she the looked bike. like a time, like a pure time trialist, yeah. and she smoked. Her and Paula basically worked together on the bike. Uh, of note, I guess at this point. Um, so in this race, it was a twenty meter draft zone, which which was marked by cones, which yeah. I thought was incredibly I thought helpful. that was yeah I think that was very helpful because 20 meters is a very like obscure distance well, I mean even with our racing like Ironman it's like normally six bike lengths right. and I have n- trust me I have literally never known what that is so I always err on the side of caution right but the pros always push it and they always err on the side of like like a little less it could be neglect like or yeah ambiguous there's right? a lot there, I, it just seems like in a lot of videos that I see of biking at like not Kona, but like lesser mm-hmm. known bike races, like especially half Ironmans, there seems to be like a lot of like fudging it a little bit yeah. and getting a little close. They definitely and... work in packs. Yeah, right, right. And there is something to be said for that, even with twenty meters, even with six bike lengths. Yeah, there's probably you, still right? something, some bike, especially six bike lengths, but that's still noticeable. But twenty meters, you I'm have sure no there's idea. Something that a benefit, but. But the cones were super helpful, yeah. I think, from the viewer's perspective, right? But also from the athlete's perspective, because yeah. you don't have that's one fewer thing you have to think about. Yeah, it was good. Um, but like Camp said, 20 meter draft distance, and our girl Annie Hogg got herself a drafting, drafting penalty. penalty. Which we didn't find out out about until after T2, mm-hmm. where she served it. But I think it was probably when she was with Laura Phillip, mm-hmm. and they were really close together in the little group working together but um paula finley and lisa norton literally broke away from the entire field and they got like i think like a two minute lead on the next closest person that's pretty awesome and that person wasn't a stellar runner and then like the next closest group was like three or four minutes back um and then they came off the bike together and um Paula basically just like stormed ahead and like be- held that all the way to the line. Like she yeah. ran away with it. Lisa, there was no contention after the bike, in yeah. my opinion. Lisa, I guess, ended up, she announced that she had like some calf injury. Oh my gosh, not just calf injury. What did she do? She, she said she tore, tore her calf earlier in training oh my goodness. a while ago. But she seemed like really emotional, but like, I was like, it's just a tough, it's a tough yeah. to not, it's tough to have to walk in a race. It's tough to have to walk in a televised race. I know, race. but like she, she knew she was injured and like, yeah. I, I'm not saying like, oh, that's like too bad. So sad. But like she knew she was injured. So like, I, I just, she shouldn't have expected like, to like win. to win. Yeah. To like be able to run if she hadn't been running or whatever. But or if she had a torn feel muscle. for Lisa, that's awful. And she, to, to bike the way she did with a torn calf. That's amazing. God bless. I, that's what I said. Um, the other thing is on the run. So Annie Hogg, we know, is the ultimate runner. runner. She's insane. Um, so today, she, she again, I, this is like masterclass. <laughs> she served her two-minute penalty, and the announcers were like, I think she's going to probably take it slow and, like, you know, not really charge ahead. And the woman just started dropping, like, yeah. flat six-minute miles. No, she was, I think, at that Faster? point, she was holding, like, 540. And they were like, oh, well, I, I guess she is just yeah, going to charge. going nuts. Um, um, but she totally crushed it she was just passing people right and yeah left. she so she basically pushed her like that like five sub 550 pace all the way until she moved up into second place she like passed holly lawrence with ease poor holly. And holly was even moving her way up the field for a while there it was paula and then holly and i was like ooh. we thought the podium was gonna and laura phillip was moving up too yeah. and so laura phillip had her cell run um annie hogg had a cell run and then she eventually dropped off to a similar pace of paula and all the announcers were like, 
for a while, people were thinking, like, if she gets within two minutes of Paula, then it's like, eh, well, that kind of sucks that the drafting yeah. penalty. It's like the legitimacy of the win, and right. I get that. Like, the win is the win. Paula would get the win no matter what, even if it were one minute right. and right. 13 seconds right. down. Um, in like, I think that that's you have to recognize that, and you have right. to respect that. But I agree, one of the, who was that guy? The non-triathlete guy, the swimmer guy. Oh, uh, Rowdy Gaines? Yeah, he literally was like, so from a, like, onlooker perspective, I really would like to see Paula win by over two. To, just like, to legitimize like, that she yeah. would have won no matter what. No matter what were to happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, like, that's that's good for the sport. And, like, like I don't know. Obviously, the ref saw something that she looked like she was drafting. Obviously, I, in the penalty tent, she looked like she was upset and complaining about it, which I think anybody would. And at the end, she said she didn't even know she had a penalty. She doesn't know when it happened. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but... We always struggle with this because we see drafting, like we see it blatantly, and yeah, I, one I don't know of what three the, will be called. I don't know what the refs are like, ah, this is it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like, oh, for longer than 10 seconds they're in the draft, or Maybe. if it's like that 10 seconds resets every time they step out of it. I, I don't know. It's yeah. very strange. But, yeah, I don't I don't know if I have anything else to report on, really. Holly seemed very disappointed with her fourth place. As... But, like, Holly, you got fourth place on, like, basically she got, stage, what, like, so. 35 grand or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Paula got 100K. Yeah. Holy mackerel. We need to go pro. I need to start training. What? I The thing that I also don't understand is, like, so did, like, Lisa Norton end up finishing, like, by walking? Or did mm. they, like, say, like, okay, you'll just get last place and we'll give you the 2,500? Does she continue? Because, like... Other people like Alistair Brownlee. Oh, gutted for Alistair. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But, like, people who ended up, like, not finishing, do they also get the 2500 Or, like, is that just it for them? So, I, I would love to know that answer, but I don't know if we'll ever know. For those of you hoping for Soka noises, she's currently making them. So, if you hear those, then you hear them. There she is. <laughs> there she is. So, um... Next on to the men's race. So the men's swim start was again like absolute carnage. God bless. It was wild, but yeah. so exciting. We were all like on the edges of our seats. It was, it was exciting. I, I will say I, f- I feel like on the day long course athletes reigned supreme over mm-hmm. short course athletes. Um, I think it's a lot easier to run a shorter race than you normally do than to run a longer race than you normally do. Yeah, I. I, it would have been interesting had the men's race shaped out differently, but we'll get to that. But basically, it was also really cool to see a bunch of long course athletes swimming at the same pace as the short course athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was awesome because um, like I don't know, the swim was just a huge pack in the in the front. Um, and again, the Australian exit, whatever it's called, was carnage coming out. Cam may have just made that up completely. I think it is. I think it's called <laughs> Australian exit. We're uh, coining the phrase here and now. If it's not already a thing. <laughs> Um, but then the bike, so the bike was like the hot topic of the day, probably. I don't know. The, so like, they came out in obviously a huge group and there's a 20 meter drafting penalty or zone. Which is marked by cones. cones. So it's and very obvious when we're not yeah, respecting These it. guys were, there was like a group of like, I don't know, 15 guys and they were like very close to each other for a very long time and nobody was getting called for anything 
And, like, that just, like, continued the entire way. And they and, just kept being like, well, they're just close together. And yeah. it's like, well, no. Yeah. So they have to keep dropping back until they're at the... Until they... At the 20-meter zone. If that means pass, that you're 20 right? seconds back, that's just the way that it is. Right. That's Those are the rules. You have to respect them. And I was saying, if I were Andy Hogg, I'd be really mad because I got called on drafting penalty... Yeah. And all these it, dudes are not because everyone's doing it. Yeah, it's like it just looked way more like obvious in the men's race that like there were there was a lot of it's just obvious because the cones are marked out twenty <laughs> meters and there's they're literally within that twenty meter zone. So right. as a viewer, it was like it's yeah, very clear. He's drafting. It's, it's very clear. Yeah. yeah. So that was I think that was a bummer for me. And, and, the, and the announcers were just like they just like were like, oh, these guys are a lot closer together, so it'll take time for them to stretch out. And yeah. I'm like, well, uh, we need to not no, let time stretch like, out right now. Stretch out right now, or you're getting a two minute penalty. <laughs> like it's it's easy. It's easy. Just stop pedaling for like literally two seconds. Yeah, that's all it would take. And I know that they're all trying to win, but you're not in first place. I, yeah. If you want to pass, pass, but. And then make everyone else drop back, right? Yeah, and I just, it was, that that was very frustrating. And then people seemed, so there were a couple athletes who got drafting penalties, notably Vincent Louie, who, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, was like. You said the favorite to win. Yeah, well, yeah, he was the favorite to win, but he was like very obviously drafting off of Alistair. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I would penalize him. It's like. Call it. They're within the same cones of each other. Like, he's clearly drafting. Um, and then the other one was Donnie Brownlee, who I didn't get to see as I didn't. I he wasn't know. in that front lead pack for most of it, so I, I he might. I mean, he came out of the water in the lead pack, but I don't. I don't know if the camera was on him like well enough to know. But I don't know if that was later. I don't know. But, but for most of the bike, Alistair Brownlee led. Yep. Um, uh, Sam Appleton was right there, which was very. There was cool. a huge again. There was a huge group of like ten guys, all within like twenty seconds, and then there was another the top group. Top seven, right? Top seven. It was, like, I think were all within like. 20 seconds mm-hmm. on the bike and then there was another group a huge group behind them and they were all like a minute back and basically they all came off the bike and you're like okay this is going to be and there's gonna be a ton of moving because right. it was insane um sam took his sweet freaking time in transition and i just about popped a blood vessel strapping yes oh um, my goodness also just congrats to sam because <laughs> we like totally counted you out but we all Silently wanted you Say, to win. we know you listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, we're your super fans. So, congrats, because that was an awesome race. And we were pushing for, we're pulling for you all the way. There was one moment, too. Where when... you, you thought that he was going to, like, take it home. Well, this is the thing. So, who was this guy in blue he was behind? Uh, Sam, I know like you're listening, so we're going to talk through Davis? this. Davis? Yeah. Know. Whomever he was. It's notable that we didn't know who he was. Sam was running right behind him. He had those tactics with everybody. God bless. He ran right behind everybody. No, no, no. So with Rudy, chef's kiss. Beautiful. Freaking loved it. Psych Rudy out as much as but you want. Rudy ended up beating him by one okay. spot. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Sam's better than Rudy. Um, so no, Sam was right behind this other guy. What are we calling him? Harris? I think he's Davis. Davis. His last name is Davis. Okay. Or Davies. Right behind him. And then who came up? Who is that guy? Gustav. Gustav Eden? Yeah. With the long he swang, pass? He swang really wide. Real wide. Because he was like, really wide. no one's going to come with me. It's a lot harder to like 
match pace with someone if they're all the way out to your side. Oh, yeah, because you, then you have to, like, take the tangent to get on their shoulder. Exactly. Um, so he pulled Which is all the way around. very tactical decision. And, and he was running. Sam thought about it. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, he was running like 30 seconds oh, per mile faster than Sam. But Sam was so close, and he could have tried. Try. I, FTP I think, listeners. I don't think so. No. That was too early on in the, the race. The people no. are listening. I disagree. In, if you are in the run... Wait, it was like lap two. Yeah, that was too early. Sam could have blown up and then finished outside of the top ten. I think that was, I don't think he could have done that. Sam, I'm not trying to coach you here, but I am trying to say that I'm pretty sure you could have done it. When I was literally in the uh, house being like, go, Sam, go, go, he's going, he's doing it. We were screaming for Sam, but so what else really happened? Um, Sam Long, he like... That's uh, a highlight you'll probably see all over. Excuse me, are there rules against showing your nipples in uh, Yeah, challenge? that was because another there thing. Because there is an Iron Man. I don't know what the rules are, but he should have been Put those away. No one wants to see them. But it's also like a disqualifiable offense. Like, you're yeah. not allowed to do that. But anyways... There um, was a moment when Sam Long and Ruby Von Berger running together, yeah. and it was just like but, our two least favorite athletes together wow. forever. But they were... <laughs> they were... Uh, he, Sam Long was like cheering on the crowd, which is you're gonna see all over, and he was like uh, loving it. And he surged, and then he just like shook his head, just like caught back up to him. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what else? So obviously Gustav basically ran away with it, and then wh- whatever his name is, Goodwin. He who the heck was that kid, man? Yeah, I don't. He, the, he had a great race. The so credit interview to him. at the end was like. No one was expecting this. Were you expecting this? And I was, was like, like, girl, do you know his name? Like, because none of us do. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, really soft-spoken, so you couldn't even really <laughs> hear him. And I'm like, no wonder nobody knows about this guy. You can't, you can't even hear him talk. <laughs> He's over here whispering behind yeah. his mask. Matt Hansen, though, he, what a crazy race. What a wild runner. I, Morgan didn't know about his run form, but I was like, yeah, he has a really low cadence. You can see his track workout, or his, like, treadmill workouts, and his... He runs like I ran in seventh grade cross country. Yeah, and his arms are like at extremely acute angles. It's like the longest possible length your like legs can very go. heel striking, <laughs> extreme. Like he just pounds those. But heels. he's wicked fast. Yeah, it's something's working for him. Some it's remarkable, but like again, that just doesn't work in Kona. It like it has yeah. to work somewhere good, and that's why right. he ran like a two thirty five marathon at Texas. It's like. Well, it was cold that day, or colder. I and bet it's because it's flat, too. It's Yeah, I, I think it's when it's flat and cool. Because you need a cool, higher cadence for, like, uphills, you know? Yeah, so, um, I don't know, what else do you have to report? So, I, I think the, the, so, two things that were interesting about the men's race. One, Alistair obviously had a huge lead, and it was looking like he was just going to run away with it like Paula did. Mm-hmm. But um, he ended up, like, after the first, was the first lap? Yeah, after the first lap, he... Yep. Like it was right after the first lap. What did he, what'd he say? Like I think he, he also said, said he, he like pulled tore his... his calf. Yeah. So then he like started jogging and then it ended up just pulling out. I'm afraid. I was telling Cam this. I'm afraid it wasn't muscular. I'm afraid that it was like a Skeletal? stress fracture. Or I hope not. Yeah. But because I, I I don't know because he's obviously preparing for the Olympics hopefully. Um, and then the other notable thing was Vincent Louis. Obviously he served his two, two minute. minutes drafting penalty right at the start of the run like Annie Hogg did so we're like ooh because he's a crazy runner too like maybe he'll work his way up and he ended up finishing two minutes and 15 seconds behind Gustav which is like well that would have been a sprint finish if he yeah had he not 
if had he were neck penalty, and neck with Gustav, that's would only they fifteen have seconds. Him? Yeah, would they have like yeah. ran with each other and would have been crazy exciting? That's tough. Yeah, that's a tough. But so. again, he drafted. So if you cheat, you have to not pass go and go straight to jail. Go straight to jail. Yeah. Do not collect two hundred dollars, or in this case, twenty thousand dollars, or whatever. Holy mackerel! A hundred thousand. Do not collect a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, Taylor Spivey's kind of mad right now. Probably she could have bought so many hundred percent glasses with that hundred k. <laughs> <laughs> it's not her money. They're not married. <laughs> Listen, uh. if you won. You're going to tell me Paula Finley is so, not thinking about so, all the things that she could buy. Well, it's Paula's money. That triathlon life. Oh, yeah, probably. But, but Do you like, know Eric is probably going to spend 75 So that's the other thing. <laughs> I was telling Morgan during Paula's race, I was like, if this were me and you, I think I would pull out. I was like, there's no way. And, and then Eric finished, like, second to last. He finished, like, yeah. He, like, was doing well. And then he's, like, I think at the end of the run, like, I think his run started out well and it did not end up well cam was pretty sure that he just used up all of his energy stressing sure, out about yeah, paula because that's what i i would have just said i'm not gonna run like paula just won a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> or i would have just raced it to the finish i would have just yeah. like gone out and been like oh let's just see what i can do and like just be ready to celebrate paula because like you still get twenty five hundred dollars so let's blow twenty five hundred while we're in daytona or something mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that was that was awesome um i'm trying i can't really think of much else. It was just it was, really exciting. It was really good, yeah. I just was, like, giddy all day long. Yeah, it was, it was really exciting to watch. Um, hopefully, like, we get more events like this. I loved watching the short course guys mix it up with, like, the longer course guys. Um, I don't know. What else do you have wow, to say? We're going to keep this under 30 minutes. Right. 45 seconds left, 42 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Speedy fast. Um, nothing else to say. Uh, proud of the PTO. I think yes. they did a really good job. Yes. And I think we haven't really seen what they're capable of until this moment. Yes. And I think they did a great job. Don't know where they get all their cash money keep, from, but keep, uh, keep it coming. The people want it. The people want it. The FT people want it. And if you want to hire someone, we're, we're available. We'll take your hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be your announcers. Um, anyway, FT people. Thanks for listening and joining us on this special Daytona edition. Hopefully many more race editions coming at you. Yeah. We will be back Thursday as scheduled. Get a good start to your training this week. Um, We'll see you a little bit later on. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We love you.